0: Welcome to the TFT Podcast, that's Theory for Turntables. I'm Matt, and that's Ryan. Ryan, I look up to your window on the street where I'm standing. Is that even your house? Is that your landing? And I want to know what you're reading.
1: Matt, I just want to hear you say you were wrong. How easily I become not real. Like a bug you brush off your ear. You're just dust. I'm just dust.
0: Uh, we are uh, talking about Frankie Cosmos's next album, which is called "Next Thing." I should have said Frankie Cosmos's next thing, which is called. Next thing, it's her follow up, her, her, uh, full length follow up to Zentropy. Uh, there was an EP, uh, given that Ms. Cosmos, uh, or her alter ego slash front woman, Greta Klein is extraordinarily prolific. I mean, I think under the Ingrid superstar band camp, there are like, you know, 300 hours of music or, or, Something like that. Uh, this is the full length follow up, though. To call it full length uh, beggars the imagination a little bit because it's about twenty eight minutes longer or,
1: or or thereabouts. Well, well it's um, the full length of what it is to be. You know, it is. You know, <laughs> it, it's not that it is is full length. You know, the, the the measure of fullness is I don't know, dark side of the moon or something like that, and everything else is you know uh, is half full. Uh, but it, it is. I I think it's worth thinking of fullness and length. In more te- teleological terms, right, and and that this is a uh, even in its 28 mi- minutes uh, is is more tor- towards a fuller length of a realization. I think of the uh, of the Frankie Cosmos uh, uh, project, um, and so it is it is approaching full length if it has not arrived at full length.
0: Mm. Let's uh, let's listen to it. I mean, it's it's it is interesting that that we have come around to, uh, the second release from a lot of. Uh, from a lot of artists who we have listened to already on the podcast. I mean, Ryan and I think of TFT as still being a TV podcast that we only recently shifted to, uh, only recently shifted to talking about music, but that was, you know, two years ago. And just because we have been a lot more regular about recording and releasing episodes and because there's always newer historical music to talk about, uh, and there was only sometimes episodes of teen soap operas to talk about, uh, we have have the opportunity to be a lot more regular. And we have accumulated a, a tonnage of uh, music commentary that far outstrips our gross tonnage of of TV commentary. And we've been doing it so long that now uh, some of the people we uh, have done early, we did early in the show are now back with with follow-up albums. Frankie Cosmos is one. Kanye from last week is is another because we did Yeezus and we did... Um, uh, uh, life of Pablo last week, right? It's uh, so it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon to come, uh, back around the cycle.
1: Yeah, and I think this is this will be fun. It is uh you know, I, I can only imagine uh in 20 years when we're on Frankie Cosmos's 14th studio album uh, and uh, you know that like we will have really grown up with Frankie Cosmos. Um yeah. and you know and then the uh,
0: whether Frankie Cosmos will have grown up at all uh, remains I think to be seen.
1: It's an open question. But I think uh, <laughs> to answer that we'll have to uh we'll have to come back um and and really dive into all 28 minutes of next thing
0: yeah let's uh so so do that it's uh available to stream free on bandcamp on spotify uh pretty much wherever wherever music is is sold uh or or streamed you can get uh you can get next thing whether this means she's sold out or not i you know i don't know I'm not sure that's even really an interesting question um so go give it you know three or four spins over the course of a lazy afternoon. Or, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, while you're walking around Williamsburg or, uh, you know, what have you, um, listen to to next thing and uh, come back here and join us for the commentary uh, once you've heard it. And after this word from our sponsor,
1: do you wish you had a dog? Oh, my
0: goodness. My life is empty and there's like a dog shaped hole in my heart.
1: Come on down to the ASPCA. We have so many dogs for you to adopt. You can take a picture of them every day. Oh, my goodness. But what, what what
0: about the inevitable loss of my dog? How How will I cope with that? You could write a
1: song about it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Thanks, ASPCA.
1: You've given me a dog and a songwriting career. ASPCA, we're the kind of dogs that don't get hit by buses when they splash you with rain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're back. Ryan, I have a question.
1: Oh, hit me. Hit me with the question. <laughs> <laughs> this this Frankie
0: Cosmos, with her self-involvement, self-invol- uh, with her introspection, um, with her her preoccupations and her sort of twee, uh, personal style and her, uh, you know, w- weird sense of, of privilege and entitlement. Is she an adult? <laughs>
1: oh man, she is, she is, is, you know, I, it, we, part of this question is, uh, is based on a, uh, article, a profile in Spin Magazine, um, that we, we read before, well, as we're preparing for the episode, we'll put it in the show notes, um, and, uh, it was, was published, uh, in March, uh, about a month ago, um, right before the album came out, um, and and the, the subtitle, the, the title of the article uh, by uh, writer Rachel Brodsky is Frankie Cosmos is Ready to Be Herself. Um, but uh, and then the subtitle, uh, which is, I think, uh, important for, for my answer, is As Brooklyn's premier Twee Pop Singer Readies Her Proper Sophomore Record, Next Thing, she navigates the tricky intersection between adolescence and adulthood. Or, as I would put it, she's in the taint zone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm- I mean uh she's i don't know it's interesting like there is this sort of sense of of uh perpetual millennial adolescence right like another way another way of putting this is this frankie cosmos is she a millennial and uh she almost certainly is uh right like in terms of being the right terms of being the right age and also in terms of some of the, some of the predilections that must, uh, you know, since we're in our thirties must, uh, um, must annoy us must uh, annoy us. Definitely annoy us. I mean, I don't know. I, I had two, I was of two minds listening to this record, right? Like s- sonically, this is to me a big advance in, in, Maturity, Right. Um, one of the things I noticed about it is that the tempo changes a lot mm-hmm. and the thing and, and like, A, that's a sign of selling out and B, it's a sign of maturing. And here's why. You can't change the tempo of a song you're recording in GarageBand. right (laughs) in garage band you set the tempo and like if you're going to play to the click right if you're going to sort of and you know be able to loop uh things based on measures and and stuff like that uh you got to keep it you got to keep the song the same tempo but but there are so many uh speed up and slow downs in in this record that it it has to be with a um uh, has to be with a real band, right? Or, or with more sophisticated equipment, at least, than the kind of the, the DIY garage band, uh, aesthetic of, of, some of her earlier material. Well,
1: and, and then also, um, you know, if you are playing it with a band, it also implies that you have to have rehearsed with that band, uh, right? That that if uh, if it's all one speed, uh, it can be a little less rehearsed, a little less polished. Um, but these mm. uh, these changes um, require right. The, and this is like another kind of question: is um, you know, and, and you alluded to this uh, early on in the intro. But one of several questions that I had um, Was Have been is Frankie Cosmos a band, right? And we've we've kind of talked about the ways in which these alter egos become bands. We talked about it when when considering Saint Vincent uh, with with Yards. Um, It's one of these things, right, that is is uh, is is that we talk about a lot. Um, And this is definitely feels like a case of a alter ego or a persona. Or a stage name evolving into a band, right? There now is a Frankie Cosmos that has multiple people, Um, and 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 at least in the presentation, um, that that already. You know, so it's not even that it's not even that Frankie Cosmos has sold out. It's that Frankie Cosmos has incorporated, right? (laughs) Um, And that uh, it's gone from being the individual self or a kind of uh, a a kind of projection of an individual self or a sole proprietorship to being some kind of a I think a limited liability indie rock corporation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And and we we like to talk about corporate forms a lot uh, because you know that making music. Um, even, right? Even the the kind of most twe the most DIY um, things. I mean, involves some kind of collective action uh, or or coordination, right? And so, even when you're fully DIYing, um, you are still engaging in, in in coordination either with a piece of technology or with your kind of yourself in an intertemporal dimension, right? Unless you are kind of live broadcasting on like, you know, unless you're a Periscope artist. I, mean, I imagine there are Periscope artists out there now, right? Who just like turn on Periscope, write a song, and it's there into the ether, right? That's about as DIY as you get. Um, but everything else, you, uh, you know, when you're putting music in the world, you have to collaborate in some way or another other um, and and so that the way in which you kind of um, you know that we we kind of come back to corporate forms and organizational forms and 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 kind of hierarchy again and again because it's the question is how do you solve the problems of collective action uh, with respect to um, creative product projects um, especially when it's kind of it, it is uh, there's this interesting myth or or, or idea that on the one hand, um, you, that authentic work is the is the um, product of a singular vision, um, and on the other hand, um, the knowledge that making that work re- requires um, collaboration or coordination, uh, either with oneself or frequently with artistic uh, collaborators or or business collaborators, right? And so that that we have a changing let, less so of a, you know, that there's not so selling out is kind of this. False kind of of thing, um, or it's misleading uh, uh, because what it, I think is often talking about is talking about changes in in some element of the of the organizational structure or kind of means of production um, of this and the kind of na- scope and nature of collaboration. So rather than this binary of, of sold out or not sold out, I think it's useful to kind of interrogate the ways in which kind of collective action changes as a project evolves. Right? evolves. And this is one of the, and, and I think you can see it in several other aspects of the album, but the tempo changes are a really good uh, clue, as you say, into the ways in which um, this has become a more complex um corporate uh, organism
0: yeah i keep you know i kept thinking while you were while you were describing all that i kept thinking uh that she hasn't sold out she's bought in yeah right and i think that there i think that there is a um i think that there is a kind of a sense in which intent matters right like there's a there's a sort of uh in intent component to selling out because the reason the reason that you sell out like the reason that you change your relationship to collective action or the reason that you change the the corporate form and because i'm i'm uh etymology uh (laughs) uh yes etymology guy i i got confused with the one that's uh word history and the one that's the study of bugs for a second but uh uh as I, I always,
1: I always have to think about it, right? <laughs> 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 hey, someday, uh, some days you just happen to study bugs. It's just how it is, right? You just got to own that. Like some days you know words, some day, some days you study bugs. You know, <laughs> and and that's life. <laughs> um,
0: like a uh, uh, corporate corporation has its root in the Latin word for for body and specifically a, a form of that root that has to do with, uh, combining into, uh, combining into a single body. So, right. Frankie Cosmos is the Voltron, right? And, and it's, you know, pieces of, and so in this kind of simplistic binary di- discourse about selling out, um, like, A lot of the claim that gets made is like, oh, well, you know, Frankie Cosmos used to be a girl and now she's a Voltron. And it's like, no, 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 no. Frankie Cosmos was always a Voltron. And now there are just different robots. Right. Making up, making up the Voltron than the ones, the ones that you're, you're used to. This is a digression, but one of the interesting ones, even for like very DIY, for very kind of, uh, out on the fringe artists, you know, and this, your sort of Tumblr core, uh, type artists, um, is that like, is the community, right? Like, is the milieu or the, the, um, the scene, uh, the online scene, which is, uh, which is a sort of unacknowledged writing partner a lot of the time because a lot of the, the time, like that, that kind of scene, that, that appreciation community becomes an interpretive community, uh, as well and gets, gets people, um, like defines the boundaries of what is like, what is considered an acceptable preoccupation, uh, what is considered, you know, uh, sonically sort of doable and what's sort of off the wall. And that, uh, you know, that, th- so even in that, right. Like even in the most, uh, off the rate, even the most off the radar people, if they're dealing with an audience or if they're working in a context, right. Like the context, the scene, um, you know uh becomes important
1: well, and I mean, it's funny you say this, because I, I think that this is actually there. Um, this idea is in a lot of the songs. This idea of a scene and being in a scene um, is very much there. Um, and uh, and and the one that I think of here is... Um, uh, it's, uh, I think we'll discuss it a few other places, but in Outside with the Cuties, right? there is um, a really noticeable line of, I haven't written this part yet. Will you help me write it? Um, and that could be speaking to... Um, a collaborator, but there is a little bit of, of it feels almost like you know the kids are gonna be singing along to that one right with cl- clutching their cardigans <laughs> um, and in their in their twee sway mosh pits uh you know their their twee their twee swaying uh that is its own form of, of of a circle pit uh they they will they will help writing it by singing it along and shouting and 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 everything um and and and, and and I, I do think that there is a sense of a, a scene uh sceniness uh, in that lyric and some of the, like the lyrics that are kind of just name checking friends and groups of friends and people um and it's there i mean it's you know, i'll be interested to see you know the other kinds of things that um kind of bes- uh, Kind of indicate um, Selling out uh, Or or kind of uh, getting as Markers of selling out Are the kinds of venues you play Um, And that um, You know Typically um, Frankie Kazmas has been playing These much more DIY venues These smaller venues And again That's that's this interesting myth Where you know It's it's not like Just It's not like It's not like you just like Show up And you are doing it yourself Like there is a group of people That are are Collect These are DIY in that sense Usually means like A cooperative uh a a kind of loose anarchistic band uh, of some kind or another a kind of non-hierarchical grouping um and you know i did see well i i was gonna say i saw frankie cosmos uh in in cambridge about a year ago but i i actually did not see her uh because i was i was present um uh, uh at a at a show at an elk's club at a, at the Cambridge elk's club uh and it was so crowded it, it should have sold out in fact <laughs> like this is a show that would have benefited from selling out and even if i would not have been allowed in um everyone would have been better off uh because it was it was absolutely packed uh there was no stage um and and uh and and Frankie Cosmos uh pl- was playing on the ground um and so i could hear it i heard I heard live Frankie Cosmos, but I saw no Frankie Cosmos, neither Frankie nor the Cosmos, uh, were, were visible, uh, to me at that moment. Um, just the, the many sweaty heads of many sweaty kids, uh, uh, enrapturedly singing what along. Was the
0: de- I mean, just, just, you know, pop up ethnography, right? Like what was the demo that, that you saw mostly at the show? Was it, you know, a bunch of, uh, 30 something guys like us or what, or was it these fucking teenagers?
1: It was, it was the, it was, it was, it was, um, again, I think that it was, it was neither, right? It was, it was right, you know, and not just because it was muggy and and sweaty, but it was, it was a taint. (laughs) Um, uh, And uh, it it was, uh, it was, I'd say a lot of Early twenty somethings. It was it was uh, it was a peer group. Um, oh, I, I w- see. I would okay, say largely right. Um, so it wasn't, so, it,
0: so you, you were you were an outlier, and if if like a real actual teenager showed up, they would be
1: an outlier. Okay, yeah, I, I kind of. I, I'd say it was. I'd say you know it would have been. I would say the the average I would guess was around. Was around twenty, but that there may have been some other kind of peaks here and there. I mean, I think there are uh, a few. You know, there there were there is at least a few other thirty-something readers of Pitchfork, um, a few of the kind of more precocious teens and kind of uh, upstarts in the uh, DIY community, um, and then a few of the like random sixty-year-olds who show up at every show in in Cambridge or in any town. Right, every town has that weird sixty-year-old guy, right? um usually he's in a blazer uh and he has like some shaggy shaggy gray hair <laughs> you know and 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 he's a, he always creeps everyone out a little bit uh so but i i'd say it was it was mostly a kind of um uh a, a peer group uh largely yeah
0: I went to a show at a great music venue called The Mint, uh, in LA and it was, um, it was leather jackets. There were a couple of like old guys because there are guys who were around the, the, this like rock and roll, this club scene for three, four decades and they never, never got, uh, never got sick of it. Uh, so the, the last, um, the last thing I want to ask about this show is do you feel like the show benefited from or suffered from the uh the conditions of of exhibition like and I'm not I mean I'm actually not uh sandbagging right like it, is it better that the music was not showcased great advantage or like is this one of the reasons why people why people sell out right like hmm. it, it's all well and good it's all well and good to be yeah you know it's all well and good to like stick to your indie roots and not have all of this uh not have all of this bullshit that surrounds a, a major tour for a you know uh concert like you know i don't know bouncers and and uh uh merch tables and you know i don't know buses and writers and you know stuff like this um but at a certain point you actually want to be able to stand comfortably and appreciate the music uh, uh you know and that like you you start to get you start to, i mean i guess i'm making the argument for selling out like if you care about the music you actually want to hear it uh at some point and and you know, do that in a uh in a in an environment that doesn't necessarily distract you from appreciating it. Or am I just too old to understand?
1: Yeah, I think that I think it definitely there I mean it I, I go both ways. I think there's there's ways in which this is a it's both a lose-lose and a win-win situation, right? So it's a, a lose-lose in that it was very uncomfortable. I would have liked to see Frankie Cosmos um, a little bit, um, but, and and actually kind of, you know, be less uncomfortable, be less jostled. Um, I think I like, you know, that, that it was definitely, I, I feel like something happened that was very annoying. I don't remember because they all all of the annoying kind of DIY shows and kind of overcrowded shows blew Together, that said, I think that you know, I'll be interested to see if she, um, where she plays this this time around, um, and I, I know she's played at other, um, uh, more kind of indie main, indie mainstream venues I think more as an opening act um, I think she and Porches um, played at the Sinclair which is a venue in Cambridge that's managed by um, Bowery presents um, which is a you know multi city um, kind of indie major um, uh, production company um, and so I, I and I think that at that case I mean like as much as like it would be way less annoying like the the fun things about the Elks club show were were in trying to see like i climbed up on a bar i think i stood on a trash can i think i stood on my toes i jumped around um like it was fun it was it, 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 yeah, like did, th- did you start a did you start a pit uh, I didn't it, 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 it didn't seem appropriate it wasn't it wasn't my pit to start uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and so uh, but but I was there I was there on the uh, margins and kind of trying to it made it participatory just like the conditions uh, the awful conditions um, itself kind of created um, uh, the conditions for collective action actually so these scholars of collective action um, uh, it's uh, Michael Taylor and Sarah singleton um did a couple things about community and collective action um and they talk i think i've talked about this on this podcast before how some of the things that facilitate um collective action uh is, is is kind of dense um networks of community kind of that people live together they interact in multiple uh ways and that kind of lowers the cost of collective action um and kind of reduces Free riding, but another um, facet they talk about is something they call mutual vulnerability—that everyone is in the same shitty boat—and <laughs> um, and so that that it actually kind of creates a condition to uh, to 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 make something together. And so that there is in this kind of crappy venue, uh, in addition to like the layer of people who are putting the show on, like the 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 crappy conditions that everyone faces, and this desire to have a good time um, creates this kind of mutual mutual vulnerability that makes it kind of a self-fulfilling good time um and so that there is something really cool about that and once the good timeness is is subcontracted out to someone else then and then everyone can start free riding again and everyone can be start being more of a piece of shit (laughs) um and and so that um there is something kind of cool about um and not to overly romanticize that but like it was that was fun right uh and the shows i've gone to at the alex club um are are a lot of fun. They're all unilateral, you know, almost with you know two to a one, or have never been like good shows. They've sounded terrible. They've looked terrible. Um, you know whatever. Um, but uh, th- but like here's the thing about this show. I also like caught only the tail end of it because I did my usual calculation of like okay, they say the show is at, uh, starts at uh, like this is the published time. Um, that probably means doors open at that time. There are this many openers it takes this much time to um, to to uh, cross over between acts to change over the back line between acts so uh, i 'm going to guess if I show up at this time i 'll catch a little bit of the opener uh, of the last opener and the main act, so I did this thing, and in fact. Um I showed up and it was like more than halfway through Frankie Cosmos's set because at a DIY venue there's just less bullshit and and uh, the, uh, the the indie rock trains ran on time uh, and uh, and and you know because a, a huge annoying thing about these larger venue things is that there's just so much standing around and it, it gets it can be very very tedious uh, and so uh, that there there if is something if you
0: don't drink that's definitely the case
1: <laughs> yeah well again so maybe I belong in the maybe I belong in the punk shows right you know. Maybe I belong in the land of DIY because I am uh, I am sober and bored <laughs> um, while while you are are really while your while your tech is tuning your guitar and checking um, checking the levels on everything um, and yeah so I I do think that it is this interesting thing but I think that there are ways to do it there are ways to start playing slightly nicer venues um, to be on stages to have slightly better equipment while also not entirely Entirely um, alienating the process, right? And, and again, I think the um, model here is uh, for someone who is very resolutely not sold out, even as uh, the kind of corporate form has changed and some of the um, production values have changed. Uh, is Ian MacKay of um, first of, of Discord Records uh, and Fugazi, right? And Fugazi, as they even got very popular um, and and kind of uh, are you know were a major draw throughout the um, '90s and, and 2000s played um, all ages venues uh, and they would only play shows I think that were I think it was either five dollars or less or ten dollars uh, or less right and, and then and so like the and um, and I remember I' like I sometimes will uh, hold a Fugazi Fridays well where I'll find um, a, a, an entire live Fugazi show uh, on YouTube and watch it um, and uh, and there was one from a um, suburb uh, kind of a central mass or kind of Boston suburb uh, where they talked about uh, having not played in boston because there was a, a specific awful promoting prom- promoter that like had a stranglehold on all the venues in boston so they just don't go to Bo- they weren't going to boston at that time uh and were playing in the suburbs uh and and kind of were talking about that and would intervene against uh moshing intervene you know and and kind of were able to create a a, a space uh at a a larger uh, scale right so that they were and this is something that singleton and taylor talk about as well is kind of as you kind of grow in scope and some of these other bonds of community or mutual vul- vulnerability decrease, it takes more of a political entrepreneur to kind of um, to generate the same kind of um, collective action that w- might have happened in a more dense community or under conditions of more of this mutual vulnerability. Right. So and there is there are ways to sort of um, have a sense that. Frankie Cosmos is a is, is a entrepreneur, a political entrepreneur of kinds, right? As this endeavor is growing in complexity and in popularity, there is kind of a commitment to scene-ness um, and to the and not only to the idea of a scene, but to specific people in a scene. Um, it come, I mean, I think it comes back to um, uh, the song, the um, embody, right? And kind of thinking about um, these kinds of um, right, my um, it's Sunday night and my friends are friends. With my friends, right, and and right, the idea of my friends are friends with my friends. I mean, that is Singleton and Taylor's notion of community, right? That everybody is everybody else's friends. Um, and 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 I, there is something about kind of embodying all grace and lightness um, that is is a very nice for a uh, nice view of kind of interpersonal relations, right, and of community and seenness. Uh, this idea of grace and lightness, um, uh, I guess, as opposed to gracelessness. And heaviness, rudeness, and heaviness, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 that there is something kind of cool there because it still takes work to have that kind of, um, to paraphrase uh, Craig Finn of the Hold Steady, uh, a positive scene. Um, and so there is, I think, um, some snapshots in that even as um, as as the, as the kind of as the cosmos endeavor is uh, is is um, expanding, yeah. that there are actually <laughs> the effort is being put in to um, to to kind of create this kind of and embody this kind of grace and lightness in in the relationships
0: yes and from the big bang the time of the big bang of the cosmos which <laughs> the i think big, which right, i think right, right. yeah was right. a self-produced carl, record carl called
1: carl sagan's frankie cosmos right
0: <laughs> <laughs> um the uh i mean the, uh, talking talking about embody because we should though i think we've we've at this point with theorizing we've uh eclipsed in length uh the length of the album which was our I think goal my last I
1: think I I'm pretty sure like my last disquisition on community was about seven seven tr- the length of seven tracks on this album
0: <laughs> on the on the Frankie Cosmos album
1: which yeah. means you know we're we're
0: uh uh hitting all our marks here um like talking about embody a little bit uh it it is it is a scene and it's like it's my friends are friends with my friends and that's important but also my friends are famous Right. And, that, <laughs> right. And that's also important. That's a, uh, that's a thing. And like the, so this is the thing, right? It's a scene and, and you're invited to witness the scene, but not necessarily to participate in it. And the kind of the, the studious, uh, unconstructedness of it or the, the kind of the studious non, uh, mainstream quality of it kind of DIY, um, what, uh, m- markers, signifiers, uh, uh, kind of, you know, the sort of Etsy, uh, esque kind of, uh, 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 milieu, um, actually serves to obstruct your view of the fact that, y- that you're not, you can't join, right? Like, you can't have famous parents. You can't, you-, you know, Emily is in the air on tour with Gabby. Well, your friends aren't on tour, you know? Uh, right. Like, the, this is, uh, and, and it is these people who embody the grace and, and lightness, not, not you and your, your, uh, rude, heavy friends. Um, no, 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 us and us, uh, us and, and our scene. Like, this, the scene, the sceneness is, is sort of our scene. And like, it's, it's, uh, you know, I don't know, so some of the more like communitarian elements, um, of it strike me as, as kind of a pose or sort of kind of the, uh kind of one of the things that's constructed by all the by all the the corporate uh the embodied the incorporated uh machinery all around it
1: yeah absolutely i mean it is it's interesting that, uh, you know, this actually reminds me a bit of of girls, right, uh, of uh, – and, <laughs> uh, and, and, and that uh, – in a lot of ways, right? And it's, I just read it – I've not kept up with girls. I don't know if you have. Um, I'd like to because nope. um, I, I I made it about through um, uh, maybe season two, beginning of season three. But I just recently re- uh, read a article in New York Magazine of why we still all hate Hannah Horvath, right? <laughs> Um, and, and there is something, and this is a, we did talk about this, right? Our last, um, TV episode was about girls, right? It was a single episode on season one of girls. Um, and we talked a lot about petty bourgeois face, right? And this idea of kind of, of putting on this idea of kind of DIY, not, not so much DIY but of kind of, of being a struggling Brooklynite, uh, where in fact, all of the, um, Right, that that uh, everyone in this um, in 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 the show, many of the actors uh, and writer creator Lena Dunham, um, are from these kinds of famous parents backgrounds, Um, and so so it definitely makes me think of that. I mean, interestingly enough, do you know what else this song and the way that you're kind of reading it makes me think of is that this is um, this is this is like. Taylor Swift's uh, squad, the Williamsburg edition, right? Right. Um, or kind of, and if, if you know, um, it's like right. Welcome, welcome to Williamsburg. It's been waiting for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I guess what I'm saying is right that uh, that uh, Frankie Cosmos is indie rock Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, right. Well, yeah, and and has a.
0: Yeah, and definitely seems to have an ethic, the way that Taylor Swift, uh, the way that Taylor Swift has an ethic. And it's interesting, like, the, the, uh, the mainstream media, um, has caught on to the ways in which Taylor Swift, like, savvy businesswoman, Taylor Swift produces the, the image of like, happy-go-lucky, uh, up with people, feminist, um, you know, buddies with all kinds of fabulous women everywhere, Taylor right. Swift. And, and, and I think that it's not, right, it, these, these, like, the sort of twee, uh, you know, the, the Twee Millennial, uh, is no less constructed. Um, and it's, you know, it's interesting to see, it's interesting to see how that happens. I mean, I wonder, I sort of wonder. I wonder about the identity politics of it because it's, it's clearly very, very annoying to me and to you. I mean, in a fun way, right? It's not, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I feel like, like, Frankie Cosmos isn't keeping clean water out of anyone's, uh, out of anyone's municipality. You know what I mean? Like, Frankie Cosmos isn't, uh, uh, Denying a, a single refugee entry into a country, right? Like, and and the sort of resources that that go into Frankie Cosmosness, like, don't don't further social ills. So I'm not annoyed by Frankie Cosmos in the way that I'm annoyed by by things that that actually matter.
1: Well, but, it's, a, um, it's a Well, so no, but so I mean, it's that you're not outraged by Ke- Frankie Cosmos. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. And and also, I sort of
0: I I almost experience the annoyance as a kind of pleasurable sensation. Uh, the way I like to shout about Marcos. Sure, Kozilek, game but-
1: game recognized game. I mean, look, let's, <laughs> let's call it what it is. We're annoying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> troll so
1: recognized I'm, troll. Yeah, troll recognized troll. Exactly. I mean, that's an interesting point. Like this, Frankie Cosmos is she a troll? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is she trolling like, us? I mean, in this article, right? Like in this article that is it follows her as she wanders around Williamsburg looking for a haircut. Is she trolling us um by by deciding uh when this spin reporter is coming to meet up with her, saying, "You know what? I need a haircut. Uh and, and and saying right let me just kind of really tease this out. She's like makes a big deal about how she is going to a barber salon, right? And she's going to a salon, this is an adult haircut, and then she gets an undercut. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um and uh and and it, I, I think I feel so thoroughly trolled. Uh but I also relate. I also have well, you know, that's the difference. The difference between me and Frankie Cosmos is that she wanders around Williamsburg looking for a haircut, and I use Yelp to find the best uh the, the best hairdresser in Williamsburg and I make an appointment <laughs> and and I go. And and I recommend persons of interest, uh with both Williamsburg uh and downtown brooklyn locations they do great work
0: oh wow they have two locations yeah i can't go there you know it's uh
1: yeah uh i or you yeah, go to well, DIY, diy barbers uh which i guess is just <laughs> you, yourself and a pair of scissors <laughs> i
0: i i mean i actually do like the the woman who cuts my hair works out of her house
1: does <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she live next door to your uh, artisanal butcher? Like, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, the same neighborhood. Yeah, down uh, Fairfax, uh, down yep. Fairfax, a uh, uh, ways. But uh, yeah, so so I mean, so this uh, this is interesting, right? Like, because the what you have the when the profile is being written, like what you do on the interview, and they're always either it's if you're really famous, you're in a hotel because you're probably in the middle of doing other media and stuff, and like you're in a hotel and you're having you know lunch at the four seasons or whatever but but uh for for more strivers and also more for music magazine profiles um right when the profile is going to be done well in advance of the 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 actual release of the thing um the uh the activity that you choose to do is is very important because it's uh you know uh is very important because it's um uh it's it's something about self presentation it's something about mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. how you how you want to show yourself while people are looking at you yeah. you know right like uh and that's so there's i mean it's an interesting you know so this is an interesting thing it's and it's it signifies not just you know a certain amount of a certain amount of of adulthood but i i also think like there had been Um, there had been another plan in the spin article, uh, right. Like we're going to go look at potential merch for the, uh, uh, for the merch table on the tour uh, um, I think it's a
1: setup dude frankie cosmos's haircut is an inside job <laughs> like right. she all right and along that, like, she planned to change the plan like I, I am convinced <laughs>
0: well I think that's interesting be- yeah because it's not just the haircut it's that it's a change of plans to the haircut right. that we don't know where the haircut is going to be and uh and also that like hey we're not going to do this commerce thing we're going to do this personal identity we're going to do this uh we're going to do this personal personal care, um, this personal care sort of thing. And it's, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Like it's a, it's a, if you think about, I don't know, if you think about a selfie, right? Like, uh if you think about a selfie it's it 's a complex form of self presentation where you are both constructing and embodying right at the same time and it's it's a uh it's an interesting thing when you think especially since the whole character of the record is like this alter ego you know is is right. not is, she doesn 't record under her own name she records under a uh uh stage name um that is made up and it 's kind of a band and it 's kind of her alter ego. On the cover of this record, um, it's it's a drawing, right, uh, of uh, – so it's drawn, but the subject of the drawing is a uh, young woman with pigtails riding in the passenger side seat of a car, Mm -hmm. um, drawing in a notebook uh, propped up on her lap with with her right hand and with her left hand taking a picture of – of the scenery but also the scenery includes a corner of the notebook the interior of the car the you know the the strut that holds up the the front windshield um and and uh also gets the mirror that has a picture of her and the cell phone um, what what you
1: can't say is that she's actually composed the painting with her right foot uh and is driving the car with her left foot daniel day lewis style (laughs) (laughs) DIY, well, I, she's man. DIY motherfucker
0: <laughs> This character is riding in the in the passenger side Well I know uh, she has
1: long legs
0: <laughs> uh, Right well, she, well I mean and that that's actually I mean you're you're joking but that's actually sort of appropriate because like in this you know uh between artist and and subject right between sort of representer and represented uh there is this this kind of dichotomy of driver and passenger um, kind of happening at the same time. And, you know, the mirror happens to catch, um, uh, the, the, uh, the mirror happens to catch the fact of the construction. Um, and is, I mean, it is a sort of alienating move. It sort of reveals the constructedness of the thing by kind of showing you the construction alongside the thing that's being, uh, uh, alongside the thing that's, that's being constructed. Um, this is all not to say that the music is not worth, I mean, uh, uh, that the music is not worth talking about. I actually find listening to the record a lot less annoying than oh, yeah. uh, that than reading about than reading about uh, young Greta Klein in in Spin magazine, right? No, no,
1: for sure. I'm actually want, talking about the image. There's a few di- uh, directions to go from this, um, but one that I had wanted to talk about uh, earlier when we were talking about the live show is uh, tour good, right? Because um, I think that you know this for me feels like a view from the, you know, the, you know, again, this is not a, um, and, and and this is it's, it's, this is this is very cool right this is they're they're not a tour bus or even a van right this is a tour sedan uh, uh level of band which is like how you know um that you are um you know still in that kind of DIY uh, mode uh, in that case DIY means doing it with your parents' car <laughs> right <laughs> uh, uh, and I, I know some uh DIY bands uh that their DIY tours are borrowing the parents' car for several weeks loading it up with equipment and driving um, uh, around several uh, several uh, you know c- uh, cities uh, in the northeast, right? But so th- this seems to be a view from the tour sedan, um, uh, and uh, and it's really great, right? Like uh, so, Torgo says, um, "I don't know what I'm cut out for. If there's anything I have love for, I throw myself upon his door and tell it how fucked you are. Up in the morning, down at dark, warm up vocals, sing a song, sit in car." read Read a book. Rest Stop is for chips. I look at you every day. You change. I change. Hooray. Also, man... Poem, good poem, right? <laughs> like not a bad. It, it, <laughs> I yeah, don't read a lot of and, poems. I don't read a lot of poems, but like when you read it, just like it, it, it can read as a poem. Um, and yeah, I think it does, and
0: it's it's not a bad one. And I, I, you know, I think she is actually in the the frankly enviable position um, that her her reach as an artist uh, exceeds her reach as a as a public personality and also as an explicator of her own work. Right. And, and I say that's an enviable position because, uh, you can make, you can get media savvy, right? Like you can become less annoying as, like as a media personality. Uh, you, if you don't have the, if you don't have the kind of the artistic engine that produces the poetry, that really can't be trained into you. Um, so she's got the, she's got the essential thing, I think. I mean, I'm curious about the title here. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, curious about tour goods, uh, as opposed to public or private Right, like as though as though tour goods were a separate class of kind of semi-public, semi-private.
1: Yeah, those are all otherwise known as club goods, right? Like so, those are right in the in the literature, right? That these um, things that have some elements of um, of of uh, of what it's kind of it can be excludable but still non-rival, like still like um, not really depletable. Are are what are called club goods, and so that a tour good is is a subset of the club good, uh, which and it's um it's (coughs) it's it's this moving right, it's a moving um club good uh, that is um basically the domain the catchment area is the sedan right uh and and uh and so like the tour goods uh the ultimate tour good as is the ultimate public good uh, is order right uh is 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 order security um uh the basic cooperation right and so when you're in that sedan you know people are farting in that sedan right and like uh and, and and those are hours of farts as you as you um pass through that uh you know that um that that landscape, um, right? And and there's a lot of um, you know there's a lot of 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 kind of getting of like learning how to get along uh, is one of these uh, tour goods. And I think what's also I think something we haven't talked about, and I think it's actually to our credit and and to the credit of some of the discourse around this, it's been downplayed. But um you know that uh, um that Greta Klein uh, is frequent is a frequent artistic uh, collaborator uh, with her boyfriend. Aaron Maine and kind of earlier in their careers um, they're, the two projects uh, his band um, Porches um, and Frankie Cosmos were very closely intertwined and um, in that they were all of their tours were kind of co-tours these co-Porches Frankie Cosmos tours she played in uh, Porches he, uh, he played in Frankie Cosmos um, the Spin article says that they're kind of You know they're they're still together, but they're kind of separating, right? That they're and and talk about changes in corporate forms, right? That they are actually kind of um, uh, that that neither is a subsidiary of the other, right? And they're kind of uh, uh, obtaining some kind of um, separate independence. But I definitely see that this kind of creation of these tour goods um, as intersecting with the relationship itself and the kind of uh and 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 you you just hear like you hear this some of the stress there right you hear this kind of stress of i don't know what i'm cut out for uh you know uh and like i you know like i don't really like like this there is drudgery um uh but we get we get chips and and we're we're together right and you change i change hooray right and so i i feel like that that idea right it's a it's amazing resolution right that that there is that the you know that there are kind of Poor bads, right? They're the negative externalities, but then the resolution, um, and the, and the, and the kind of ultimate good, um, and, and positive externality is, is growing together. Um, and there is a, even though there 's a little bit of this sard- sardonicness or wistfulness in in the hooray that it is there right and so this is you know we ask about the um, grown upness the adultness um, and and there is a a kind of um, incipient adultness right it 's like like a pair of of teeth it's come it 's starting to come in um, and this is the process um, uh, and and, and it 's kind of cool to see that and it 's kind of happening there in the in the passenger seat um of of the um of of the tour sedan
0: yeah i mean you can almost gauge the progress towards adultness uh it correlates strongly with the progress towards the idea that getting through the day is the real accomplishment (laughs) right right (laughs) right like uh because you know you sort of realize how hard life is and how how the kind of the 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 middle uh, how the the how much of a miracle it is that you know i don't know anything gets accomplished at all i mean i'll just point out that like the real action is inside the inside the sedan right like the because the tour good doesn't have to do with sort of playing a show you could see this right you could see a different a different song. You can imagine a different song that's like loading in the gear, hooking up the cables, right? Listening to the rustling from the dressing room, you know, the screams of the crowd, the smell of sweat, right? Like, and that's not what this song is. You know, it's a different, um it's a, it sort of focuses on a different thing. And the, the, the real tour good is actually, uh the positive externality really affects mostly, uh, mostly the band, which is why it's closer, I think, to a, a club good than to a uh, than to a public good, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely think so. Um, you know, the other song that kind of just has some of that in terms of thinking about these pro- this progress towards adultness um, and kind of, of of moving through the taint. Uh, it's there in "What If" as well, right? Um, uh, and and that's also very very pretty in its in its way. Um, and uh, there is. I do 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 uh, the, the specific lyrics I was thinking of is the when you're young, you're too young, when you're old, you're too young, too few ideas or too many. Um, and, and that's and, and I think that that is kind of there as well. Right. And, and that's kind of um, very, very consciously in this space. Um, and I don't know. It was it, like, earlier on. There's this interesting um, line as well. This is I'd be down to break my fall. Using my guitar, someone on the subway pole forgets the term style, so last minute. Oh oh oh, um, and and I, I think that that these little I mean I, this is interesting especially as I read these um, and, and I think it's kind of mentioned in the pitchfork review of of really viewing these as these vignettes and these these snapshots um, and these these kind of again uh, these these scenes from the passenger seat uh, and and there is this interesting thing though is that one thing about being in the passenger seat of the car is that you get to be in the drive. Street the the driver's seat of the Instagram right <laughs> um, and, and that, that you like you you might not be driving the car but you're driving the kind of overall construction of the idea of the car <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and 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 at a certain point that is I think the interesting thing about these the the tour sedan is that it both is a physical car that gets you somewhere and it's a constructed idea of a car that um, that is is much more charting a more um, uh, a more conceptual journey, right? Uh, and and so and it's very clear is that even though. Um even though we don 't know for sure where her left foot is, well, we can be pretty cl- clear that both hands are on the creative steering wheel um, for for this project and this endeavor and it 's again about this na- navigation of of Greta Klein, the artist in the in, in this ever expanding in the ever expanding frankie cosmos uh, well i
0: th- I think that it 's time for us to uh, take our hands off the steering wheel and uh, play a game of chicken with our listeners so uh, if you uh Uh, Like this album, didn't like this album, anything that you want to uh, anything that you you want to say about it, we would love to hear it. Uh, If you want to lose the game of chicken, uh, don't tweet us (laughs) at TFT podcast and we will smash uh, right into you. And uh, because we have a big spike on our car uh the game will be very awesome. Uh we are TFT podcast on Twitter, we're Theory for Turntables on Facebook. Uh and uh you can find the comment section on the show notes for this this episode as well to talk about Frankie Cosmos, to talk about tweeness, to talk about uh uh tour goods, self-regarding scenes uh whose artisanality um uh, kind of masks their their exclusive Uh, and elitist character, uh, and, and sort of what you think of this sort of DIY, uh, DIY, uh, indie pop, uh, music that we are, uh, that we are, um, considering. So, so interesting. I feel like we go, we get a lot more experimental in the... I, I, I don't know. I think maybe next, next week we might have something to say about, might have something to say about this. But, um, yeah, we would love to, uh, we would love to hear from you. It's always a, a pleasure to talk with people from, uh, people, uh, who have listened to the episode between, uh, us releasing episodes because, uh, Ryan and I aren't just a self-regarding scene. We are not here, uh, just in a tour car. No, no, no. He and I, you can be sure. Keep it real.